Paper P3 Integrated Reporting Integrated reporting has been developed and promoted by the International Integrated Reporting Council, IIRC, a global coalition of regulators, investors, companies, standard setters, the accounting profession, and non-governmental organizations. Integrated reporting has been introduced to the syllabuses of many of the professional-level papers. This podcast aims to show how the idea of integrated reporting is relevant to the Paper P3 syllabus. Let's begin with a summary of the definition, aims, guiding principles, and contents of an integrated report. Note that the integrated reporting framework is principles-based, with the aim of achieving a balance between flexibility and prescribing strict headings and contents. Integrated Reporting Summary Definition A concise communication of an organization's strategy, governance and performance. Demonstrates the links between its financial performance and its wider social, environmental and economic context. Shows how organizations create value over the short, medium and long term. Its aim is to Enable more effective decision-making at board level Improve the information available to investors Encourage more integrated thinking and business practices Guiding principles The following guiding principles underpin the preparation of an integrated report, informing the content of the report and how information is presented. Strategic focus and future orientation An integrated report should provide insight into the organization's strategy and how it relates to the organization's ability to create value in the short, medium and long term and to its use of and effects on the capitals. Connectivity of information An integrated report should show a holistic picture of the combination interrelatedness and dependencies between the factors that affect the organization's ability to create value over time. Stakeholder relationships An integrated report should provide insight into the nature and quality of the organization's relationships with its key stakeholders, including how and to what extent the organization understands, takes into account and responds to their legitimate needs and interests. Materiality An integrated report should disclose information about matters that substantively affect the organization's ability to create value over the short, medium and long term. Conciseness An integrated report should be concise. Content elements An integrated report includes 10 content elements that are fundamentally linked to each other and are not mutually exclusive. 1. Organizational overview and external environment. What does the organization do, and what are the circumstances under which it operates? 2. Governance. How does the organization's governance structure support its ability to create value in the short, medium, and long term? 3. Business model. What is the organization's business model? 4. Risks and opportunities 
What are the specific risks and opportunities that affect the organization's ability to create value over the short, medium and long term? And how is the organization dealing with them? 5. Strategy and resource allocation Where does the organization want to go? And how does it intend to get there? 6. Performance To what extent has the organization achieved its strategic objectives for the period? And what are its outcomes in terms of effects on the capitals? 7. Outlook What challenges and uncertainties is the organization likely to encounter in pursuing its strategy? And what are the potential implications for its business model and future performance? 8. Basis of presentation How does the organization determine what matters to include in the integrated report? And how are such matters quantified or evaluated? 9. Reliability and completeness An integrated report should include all material matters, both positive and negative, in a balanced way and without material error. 10. Consistency and comparability The information in an integrated report should be presented a on a basis that is consistent over time, and b. in a way that enables comparison with other organisations to the extent it is material to the organisation's own ability to create value over time. Relevance to Paper P3 The emphasis of Paper P3 has changed since it was first examined in December 2007, and now it contains more material on costing, contribution analysis, regression analysis, time series, investment appraisal, project management and information technology. Despite these accretions, the Paper P3 syllabus can still largely be looked at as strategic analysis, strategic choice and strategic implementation. Although business analysis can be used retrospectively to see where things went wrong, a more important use is to plan for the future so that the business can identify suitable strategies that promise sustained competitive advantage. It is also important to analyse how changes can be implemented through examining business change processes and project management. You will see that integrated reporting has many elements which easily relate to paper P3. The definition of integrated reporting is a concise communication of an organization's strategy, governance and performance that demonstrates the links between its financial performance and its wider social, environmental and economic context and shows how an organization creates value over the short, medium and long term. It is useful to imagine yourself investigating a company about which you know nothing to decide whether or not you want to invest in it. Going to the latest annual report and financial statements would probably be your starting point, but you will be left with many unanswered questions. Certainly if the company shows the minimum information required by law and the accounting and financial reporting standards. You will learn relatively little about the company's business activities, though segmental reporting helps, their competitors, their future plans, or how they intend to achieve sustainable competitive advantage. Integrated reporting aims to fill the gaps so that existing or prospective investors better understand the company. 
The following integrated reporting content elements are particularly relevant to paper P3. Organizational overview and the external environment. Opportunities and risks. Strategy and resource allocation. Business model. And future outlook. Let's add some detail and examples to these elements. Organizational overview and the external environment. What does the organization aim to do? Who are the major stakeholders? Where is it located? How is it structured? What external events will affect it most? Fairly obviously, the organization's mission, stakeholder analysis, organization chart, and a PESTEL analysis would be relevant to this section of the integrated report. Think of this section as setting the context of the organization and providing some background detail. Opportunities and risks. These must cover both internal and external matters. The traditional SWOT analysis usually categorizes opportunities and threats, risks, as external, but it is essential to also look internally. A weakness, for example, arising from gaps in new product development, is a risk to future revenues. Similarly, a strong brand name creates greater opportunities for future revenue streams. Historically, the board of companies would tend to emphasize a company's opportunities, but investors cannot make an informed decision about an investment without an appreciation of the associated risk. Some risks can be quantified, for example by sensitivity analysis, but it is unlikely that quantified amounts would appear in an integrated report. A qualitative indication should be provided about both internal and external risks. The report should also mention how the risks are being managed and mitigated. Strategy and resource allocation Does the organization intend to develop new products, set up new factories, or expand to new markets? Perhaps it intends to move up market to escape the fierce competition it currently faces at the lower end. This section of the integrated report can make extensive use of Porter's generic strategies, Ansoff's matrix, and the value chain. In the UK at the moment, many supermarket chains are having to reassess their long-term strategies in response to cheaper foreign supermarkets that have opened. In addition, there is a change of shopping habits, because many more customers now prefer to go more frequently to local stores rather than once a week to a very large store on the edge of town. It would be valuable to investors to be told how their company is going to respond to these changes in the market, how much it might cost to achieve the new strategies, and by when the strategic shifts should be achieved. Business Model According to the International Integrated Reporting Council, an organization's business model is its system of transforming inputs through its business activities into outputs and outcomes that aim to fulfill the organization's strategic purposes and create value over the short, medium and long term. The value chain is particularly relevant here. It explicitly sets out inputs, processes and outputs and requires organizations to understand how value is added so that profits can be made. If a company does not understand where it adds value, 
then the company is existing in a temporary state of good fortune. It is making profits now, but does not understand why, so chance of continued success must be low. Inputs are the major inputs such as raw material or human resources. Outputs are the key products and services. The business activities include not just the manufacturing process, but also how the company innovates, carries out its marketing, what its after-sales services are, how it delivers its goods, and how it acquires, trains and retains staff. Future Outlook According to the IIRC, an integrated report should answer the question What challenges and uncertainties is the organization likely to encounter in pursuing its strategy? And what are the potential implications for its business model and future performance? PESTEL and a five forces analysis are likely to be particularly relevant here. For example, if you were a stakeholder in a conventional television company, you should want to know how the company will address challenges from internet-based companies such as Netflix. Examples from the ACCA's integrated report. Here are some relevant extracts from ACCA's integrated report 2013-14, demonstrating some of the reporting of the elements set out here. Remember, the IIRC guidelines are principles-based and organizations can change element headings and groupings. External environment We are seeing new economies and sectors emerging and developing at faster rates. In the post-recession world, there is a greater demand for, and understanding of, the importance of financial stability as an underpinning for economic stability. Consumers are more sophisticated and demanding, with an increasingly tech-savvy audience expecting a personalised and tailored experience. The competitive environment is much broader, with more and different players, and with technology enabling greater international competition. Risks include Market risks Trade protectionism Global economic stagnation Loss of UK audit recognition Operational risks Exam process issues Worldwide legislative complexity Pricing decisions Cybercrime and data protection The impact of each risk is assessed and mitigation measures are explained. For example, on cybercrime and data protection Impact Potential corruption or loss of organisational data which could lead to legal liability and reputational damage as more ACCA services are provided online. Mitigation ACCA's Information Security Officer monitors and advises on data security. Policies are in place to address data security risks which are regularly reviewed monitored and tested. Business model Key resources include market offices supported by global headquarters, people, partners, intellectual property and brand, suppliers, IT infrastructure and financial capital. Key value-adding activities creating global networks, Qualifying and regulating professional accountants to high standards. Maintaining and developing a global brand that attracts students around the world. 
generating globally relevant technical insight with public interest at its heart, and digitally enabled developments for an online self-service world. Key outputs include professional, ethical accountants, widespread recognition, best-in-class products and services. Key outcomes include support and opportunities for members, joint initiatives, global mobility for our members, and customer satisfaction. Societal benefit Businesses in all sectors that are run efficiently and responsibly, that help grow economies sustainably and safeguard the interests of the public and society. Strategy ACCA's strategy map shows the relationships between 12 outcomes from four perspectives. Firstly, the governance perspective, asking what council wants. Example of an outcome would be sustainable growth, measured by gross operating surplus. Secondly, the members' perspective, asking what drives members to invest in the ACCA qualification. Example of an outcome would be accountancy qualifications which are required by employers, measured by member retention. Thirdly, the process perspective, asking what ACCA must excel at in order to meet the expectations of its key stakeholders. Example of an outcome would be development of relevant products, services and brand, measured by student and member satisfaction. Finally, the innovation perspective, asking what ACCA needs to learn and develop to continue creating value for its stakeholders. Example of an outcome would be technology-enabled, integrated and efficient global infrastructure, measured by the percentage of IT service level agreements met. Conclusion The inclusion of integrated reporting in the paper P3 syllabus should not cause major difficulties for students. In many ways, it is corporate reporting catching up with what is in the paper P3 syllabus which has always recognised that there's much more to appraising organisations than simply looking at their financial results.